This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Well, Jay Lane, the war is over. The war that was fought with water pistols and cap guns and slingshots is over. The turnout for the night, 1.5 million viewers between the two shows. And Jerry, what a war It was. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Castrating the Marks. It is October 11, 2023. And I got to tell you, Jeff, I was at Kroger waiting for my hot chicken. Bro, let me tell you, Jeff, you got Kroger by you, King Super? Not not up here. Okay, well, that's what we got here. And, Jeff, when when you get fried chicken there... You got to wait for the fresh chicken. So I literally was doing laps around King Super because they told me the fresh chicken was coming out in 30 minutes. And it was during this time, Jeff, that I got these numbers. (laughs) And, bro, that's exactly what I did. People must have thought I was crazy because I was looking at the numbers and laughing out loud. <laughs> this was the war. Jeff, let me remind people, uh TNA drew more people than these two companies combined, Jeff. So the war is finished, Jeff. What are your comments? Well, I mean, do those numbers count everybody that was watching on their phone, Vince? I mean, come I, on. I, I, I don't think so, Jeff. <laughs> and, I mean, let's face it, man. You know, AEW, they moved it to a Tuesday. Did people know it was on Tuesday, Jeff? They used to be it being on Wednesday. The best yeah. part about this is it's brought Tony Khan back. We're going to see it on the show. He's tweeting again. It's amazing. His tweets are amazing. Wait, after the fact he's tweeting? Before the fact, and oh. I think one of them was after the fact. Okay, because I'm I, looked at, I just put out a tweet because I just took a nap. You can see I got hair head. So I woke up and I asked, did he concede or is he still dancing? What, 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 what is it? Is he still dancing, Jeff? Jeff, I got to tell you something, man. I did a whole chicken next today of it taking me about nine to ten hours to set up three fire sticks on Sunday. I've so, never used one, so I have no input. Well, Jeff, I got to tell you this. this. This is what I'm so sick of. 
So, Jeff, I got my fire sticks. I'm playing with my fire sticks. <laughs> Bro, I can't tell you how many streaming services um, I've been looking at because a lot of them are free. You know, uh, 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 Pluto and Freevee, there's a million of them for free. And, you know, Xfinity Stream, I mean, Peacock, they're all out there. Jeff, here's the comical thing. I'm going through all these streaming services, Jeff. Bro, there's nothing good on them. There's nothing good. So these people that, oh, they're streaming services. Oh, people have unplugged. Oh, this. Bro, there is nothing good. You literally are looking for something to watch because there's nothing good. And, Jeff, what do you do at the end of the day? What do you do, bro? You wind up going to the Seinfelds. You wind up going to All in the Family. You wind up going to Classic TV. There's nothing on these streaming services. And, bro, that freaking makes me crack up because if these wrestling shows were anywhere near close to good, near close to good, bro, they would be the best thing on TV and people would watch them. But literally, bro, I'd rather watch Raymond reruns, King of Queens, you taxi, you name it, then watch wrestling. So that's what's so comical. Like there's great programming on freaking Hulu. Like, yeah, where is it, bro? Show me the great programming on Hulu. Bro, I swear to God, me and my wife are, are there last night. We're playing with the fire stick, right? Bro, ask me what we wind up watching. Something older, I'm guessing. The Andy Griffin Show, bro. The Andy freaking Griffin Show. I am so tired of the bullshit. These wrestling shows suck. Nobody cares about them. There is nothing better on television that they're watching. Outside of Jeff Sports. Okay, Major League Playoffs, you know, NFL, you know, college football. Outside of live sports. There is nothing on television that anybody is watching, bro. Yeah, I got Hulu for the live TV to watch football, pretty much. And there's only one show I watch on there that's new, Only Murders in the Building, which I highly recommend. It's freaking hilarious. That's Steve but, Martin and... Uh, yeah, Martin Short. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Netflix, I just re-got again to watch Wrestlers. So when I go through these, especially like Netflix, I was looking through the other day, all right, what's all this other new stuff? And I'm watching the trailers... And it's like everything I want to watch, I've already watched. It right. like nothing new yeah. looks good on either platform. At, why do you think I'm on YouTube? I am on YouTube because there's nothing to watch, bro. There's nothing to watch. So, I think and- I think this change in TV model hurts television. I mean, there was a there was a period where it got really good. Walking Dead, well, wasn't my cup of tea. Pretty boring to me. A lot of people enjoyed it. Breaking Bad, during that era, there was a lot of good shows. But then the streaming services take over, and it's just like you can watch it whenever. When there was CBS, NBC, ABC, and there was 8 to 11 competition, and and you had you know three or, or Fox, and then the cable shows, 
you had to pick one. So every network is trying their best to put out the best thing that they possibly can because they want to get more viewers than the other people. But there's no like head to head anymore. It's just like, all right, we got this many subscribers. They got that many subscribers, but they're not choosing to watch stranger things over only murders in the building, you know, from Netflix to Hulu, you can't really track that stuff. So I think the direct live competition, though, I mean, I know these networks still do their shows, but it's pretty much go watch it on Paramount plus go watch it on, on Peacock. And you're not really watching it live on CVS and stuff. I think the lack of that live competition has hurt television. Yeah. And that's why bro, the only, the only time you'll hear a buzz is when there's a really good show. And the bro, that's bro, that's what Jeff, maybe two times a year. Uh, everybody's talking about Yellowstone. Gotta watch Yellowstone. Everybody, everybody's talking about, you know, like you said, Walking Dead. M- maybe twice a year outside of that, bro. That's why I'm saying if these shows were worth a shit, people would be watching them, bro. I don't even know how any of them open their mouths after this because n- n- now you're just a fool n- n- now you're just an idiot if you are going to try to pawn this off as two wrestling companies on the same night combined doing one and a half million viewers you you, you you've lost any credibility if you had any to begin with bro and especially on the AEW side where you do 600,000 and the, we got a big wrestling boom and they're so hot because of Wembley. And uh, like, come on, man, 600,000, yep. 600,000, bro. Yep. All right, Jeff, Jeff I got some. Uh, oh, my gosh. I got some stuff during the week. I left my stuff uh, upstairs. Can can you pause this? And let me grab it. I'll say mine while you go get yours. Uh, I got OK. Yeah. So I want to thank Darren Ellington for sending Street Fighter the live action movie with John Claude Van Damme and South Park, the COVID specials and Andrew Lee Stark sent Mortal Kombat snow blind. So thank you, Darren and Andrew. All right, Jaylene, the albums starting to make a comeback. Very, very excited about it this week. I got from the chief extremes, porno graffiti. I'll tell you why I wanted this album. Extreme is an old eighties band, Jeff. Is that the band with the guy that was with Van Halen for a little bit? I maybe their lead singer wasn't that didn't he wasn't he the third guy in Van Halen in the nineties? Maybe this is R.D. Reynolds's favorite band, R.D. Reynolds, and I've been trying to get an extreme record forever. I have not been able to find one, and the chief uh, sent me one. Very very nice. And actually, Jeff, they came out with a new album. The Chief sent me that also. Um, It's called Extreme Six with a beautiful gorilla on the cover. This is a brand new album they came out with. And that that is the same guy. Gary Sharon is their lead singer, and he was on Van Halen 3. He was the third guy. They're like an 80s hair band, but their biggest hit was... Only words, yeah. Yeah, that's their big single. And, bro, somebody, there was nothing in the box, guys. So somebody got me the new Post Malone album, man. Please tell me if it was you, bro. This is his brand-new album, Austin, Post Malone. Thank you very much, but I don't know who sent it. Thank you for the support, random citizen. All right, Jeff, let's castrate some more, shall we? All right, well, we're going to start off with one of those Tony Khan tweets. And this was sent in by Stephen Chalmers, Alex Anderson, Greg O'Grady, 
Matthew Ortiz and Roger Huffman. Now he did this twice, used the same response. So I'm only going to show one of them. So he had put out a tweet promoting the Tuesday Dynamite before the fact. And some random troll just replies and says, we not watching, bucko. <laughs> so Tony Khan, of course, responds to this person. Okay, we won't see you tomorrow night for Title Tuesday then. And puts a gif with a guy saying, who gives a fuck? Well, I tell you what, Tony, if I was drawing only 600,000 viewers with all the hype you put into this show... I definitely would be given an F, bro. <laughs> Without a shadow of a doubt, I definitely would be given an F because, bro, now you got to go back to TBS with your tail between your legs. And what do you tell them, Tony? What 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 do you tell them, bro? What what what, what was on Tuesday night? Uh, what, what what do you tell them, Tony? So I I, I think when, when does Tony start giving an F? That's the question, bro. It's just, it's just he's he's a child, man. So somebody, oh my god, bro, you want you want to see a child? Uh, do we have? Any, are, we, are we gonna have birthday celebration yep, footage? Yep. Okay. You 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 want to talk about a child, guys? You are gonna see, bro. You know they got you, you know like, bro, Jeff. You've heard about you know True Blood, the shapeshifters, and all that. Only what the bards sing. Like Billy Corgan has a story about somebody shifted shapes right in front of him, but he will not talk about it. Well, you're going to see a shape, a shape shifter tonight, guys, because I am telling you, this guy turns into a 12 year old child right in front of your very eyes. He looks like a 12 year old boy. And we are going to we are going to see that later on in the show. So another fan replies to that tweet. If Vince McMahon said this, there would be many AEW fans crying nonstop hypocrites. So Tony Khan also replies to this guy. If Vince McMahon said this, it would be the least of his alleged misdeeds. Yeah, he made a comment like that, too, on the Dan Libertar show. I got, we got that. Yeah, he, made, he made that comment, too. Bro, I, this guy, I, I, he, he's so ignorant, bro. He, he, like, he doesn't even know what he should say and what he shouldn't say. I mean, literally, bro, he, 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 he just, he has no, it's, it's not even a filter. He doesn't understand like when I should talk and when I should keep my freaking mouth shut, bro. Like it's, it's unreal with this guy. Well, you mentioned the birthday. So let's go to that. So this was sent in by Thomas Califano, Mark Canales and Wilfredo Quinones. And this was after Dynamite went off the air and a bunch of the locker room comes out on stage for Tony's birthday. Jeff, can I, as you pull this up, can I please set this up for everybody? You guys, this is why you listen to this show. Okay, this is why, you know, you don't listen to the Saps and the Hollywoods and all these yahoos, okay? Because they don't have a clue to what's going on. This is an absolute rib on tony khan every one of the boys are in on this and they are laughing behind his back including tony shivani you'll see at one point bro i think in the back like i think you could see double j and another woman like whispering in each other's ears 
Bro, this is an absolute <laughs> double double J and another woman. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. I'll, I'll see because well, I, well, I saw you're earlier that the, the double J is a woman. <laughs> when no, you say and that. another woman. Oh, oh, I'm and, sorry. Yeah, yeah I take yeah, that yeah. back. I take yeah, that. Take back. that back. Yeah. This is a rib, guys. Mark Hendry out there. This is a rib. They I are. That, all, isn't that Karen? Karen? That is Karen out there, but I don't think it's Karen. He's talking to later. We'll see. They are all in on this. They are all going hysterical, bro, because he's going out there with confetti and a birthday celebration. Guys, I got to tell you something. When it was Vince McMahon's birthday, do you know what we did, bro? After the show, maybe six or eight to eight of us went out to dinner. That's what we did, bro. When it was Vince's birthday, that's how it was celebrated. We did our, our job. At the end of the day, maybe me, Vince, Jr., Bruce, you know, when Ed was around, very small would go out to dinner with Vince. This is a celebration like this is a 12-year-old boy, bro. Like this is a 12-year-old child, and they're all in on the rib, and he doesn't have a clue. So, so, so play this through. You're going to see the Jeff thing. They're all cracking up in the freaking back. And he literally, bro, is acting like, bro, I, I remember, Jeff, when I was about 10 years old, my mother threw me a, a birthday party at the bowling alley. That's what this is like. Watch, watch this guy and then watch everybody behind him, bro. Look, look at this. Look. Happy birthday to you. Happy um, this is a rib. Here's double. All right, here comes double. Yeah, see this this woman in the back. They're whispering back and forth to each other. Whatever they're talking about. Look at him, bro. He's Look got to, like, I just want to open the presents now. I just want to. I just want to blow out the candles and hope all my wishes come true. Look! Look at him, bro. It's bizarre that he acts this way. It's bizarre that he doesn't understand what, what you just laid out. It's just <laughs> ridiculous, man. He is a child. He is. A, he legitimately is a man child, bro. Legitimately. All right. Well, let's go to this clip. This was sent in by Scott Ward. Bro, and- remember freaking Tom Hanks and Big? Yeah. Does he not act just like that? So this video sent in by Scott Ward, according to Scott, this is not out of context at all. I absolutely hate Jeff Lane and everything about Jeff Lane. What, 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 what was my context? <laughs> I don't know. That's all he said. Uh, I didn't on. see that. <laughs> I didn't see that show, so I don't. I, That's I don't know. very. Um. I, I. I. Here's all I know. I wore that shirt recently. Go back a little bit. Let me. Let me see if I can figure out. I absolutely hate Jeff Lane and everything about Jeff Lane. I don't have to take that, you pig. I just like a shit. It's not very nice. Oh, man. I wish I knew what that was in context, too. But, yeah, very nice. Yes. God, we got a lot of good Tony Khan on this Oh, God, I know. I I saw it all week long, and I'm like, bro, this show is going to be like two hours. So let's go to this from the scrum. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. This is a double because we got hugs with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, and we got water drinking in the same clip. That's it. And hold on. You forgot the scarf. (laughs) <laughs> and the scarf, the, so scarf. Again, the trifecta. Okay, go ahead. So, um, Kenny and I for a while thought, oh, look, maybe at some point teaming up 
So I copyrighted the name just in case. Gabe zoomed in for the water drinking. Somebody stooges off anything I copyright. The Golden Jets, obviously, a take on the Golden Covers, but also the Golden Jets. Does this not look like a baby with a bottle? Yes. When they chug, when they just yes. get the chug, right? Yes, and he's got his, he's got his, uh, he's got his little throw-up rag around his neck, bro. <laughs> like you put around the, ba- you got around your neck when you burp in the baby. That's what he's got. Yes. <laughs> Only this guy can make water drinking so entertaining. Oh man! All right. Well, a few months back, we had some clips from Mike Johnson and Dave share on Eric Bischoff's show. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we didn't, we didn't see this one. So this was sent in by Tyler Dunn and Johnson is talking about wrestling reporters. I feel like for some of them, because there's good reporters and there's others. And for some of the others, I feel like they're more inclined to want to be important because they're connected in some way to wrestling. And to me, I always felt like I should be in the background, in the shadows, and I should be writing about wrestling. What I write and what I report should be what's important, not because I'm Mike Johnson. Because nobody I, nobody should care about Mike Johnson. They then why, then, Mike then Johnson. Why, why would he appear on Taz's show? Bischoff, yeah. Bischoff. No, Taz, oh, yeah, back, back in the day he was why, on Taz. Why wouldn't right. he say no? Why, why yeah. wouldn't he say, oh, no, Taz, I, I, I should be in the background. Mike Johnson should be. That, that's what I mean, bro. You're so full of shit. Like this is you, you're so full of shit. You're on. You were on Taz's show every other day, bro. Right, and I think as wrestling companies have reached out, and especially with WWE, when they, they as they've tried to build relationships with people, then it becomes well. Can you be as harsh with them if you still want to get the access to the Paul Levesque conference call? And there were times Paul and I have gone back and forth because he didn't like questions that I asked. And I've seen him do it with other reporters. But that's part of the game that he signed up for, no pun intended. It's What, what a freaking mark. <laughs> that's not the game he signed up for, no pun intended. Who would have even thought that was a pun? Until he pointed, I had to listen to it again. Like, what is he? No pun. Oh my god, the game. Like, seriously, what a freaking again. Mark. And, and again, bro, we're, we're talking about something that's not legitimate and real. This is a TV show, bro. But this he is, is like, mate. He does make a good point, and it's something we've said that these people just want the access and they want to be a part of it, and so they're not going to be critical, right? Part of the game that he signed up for no pun intended it's not about hey here's your flowers every month and every show is great a lot of it has to be about the minutiae behind the scenes and what the mindset is and i think i think everyone's still trying to figure out what the balancing act is but for me i always want to ask questions about why did things happen and what's your mindset in terms of your management style and why did certain things happen on a show versus okay samoa joe you won your match so who do you want to defend the title against next He's got good points there at the end. We haven't seen him at these scrums, and that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. But but, but, but like I said, bro, the, the, the fact that you're talking about this like it's legit, it's like, oh, I, I, seriously, bro. Let's go to some more Tony Khan tweets. These were sent in by Steve Johnson. Remember that cage match site that rates episodes of 
Raw, Dynamite, NXT, and all that. Fans yeah. going and put a ratings in. So somebody put out a tweet that the the review bombing of NXT is insane. A bunch of ten out of tens by bots. So like, if that's true, who's botting the stupid ass <laughs> thing, right? So somebody replies to that and says, "Well, the mid and negative reviews are interesting. Some of these ten out of tens are just listing off the main event stars who showed up. It's bizarre." Tony Khan jumps in the conversation. These are just two random fans. Tony Khan's not even tagged in this. So I don't know how we found this conversation, but he jumps in. And then on the title, Tuesday Dynamite Reviews, amidst scores of ones and threes, two totally unique users who are definitely not both the same person use the very common expression, shows how bad he is at being a normal person on the same day reviewing the, the same show. So here's the owner of the company jumping jumping in to talk about b- review Botting against him for in favor of NXT. And he was talking about two pe- two two people. He's saying that it's a bot because uh, two different people type the same exact thing. Oh God, bro! Holy shit! Like this is what you're doing with your time, man. So somebody responds to that with an image of Shawn Michaels holding a plaque that says Booker of the Year, <laughs> right to Tony. Tony responds to this and says, actually, I'm pretty sure that last night blew whatever chance he had at winning that award. This guy is so unprofessional. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane, bro. This, 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 this is such a joke. Like this is the, the whole, the whole industry, man. And now you've set yourself up to look stupid. Right. Because if that's stupid, Meltzer, Booker of the Year Award, now goes to Shawn Michaels at the end of this year. You yeah. look like a fool. Yeah. Why would you even say that? Well, we had um, the birthday thing. But the week before, in the scrum with Edge, in this video, sent in by Tommy Walk, Tony Khan brings up his birthday. Adam Copeland, the Rated R Superstar, Wednesday night, Dynamite in Stockton for the first time ever, and we'll see him for the first time ever on Collision this Saturday. And then... The following week, Dynamite is actually going to be on Tuesday, October 10th, for Title Tuesday. It's my birthday. It's going to be a great event. We're going to have a great time. I'm very excited about it. And I got the greatest birthday present. Just, you know, what's worse than that? What, what's worse than that is freaking Edge so far up his fucking ass. Like, that. that's embarrassing, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I am freaking – I hate when people, you know, are, are so obviously up somebody's ass because, like, they're the money mark and you laugh at everything they say. And, uh, oh, my God, that just – it makes me sick to my stomach, bro. But it's like he's putting over his birthday because he wants everybody to acknowledge him of on his course. birthday and tell him happy birthday. Of course, bro. Of course. I can't imagine, Jeff, any of the companies I work with, if I wasn't the head writer and I was in charge, okay, I was Eric. I can't imagine somebody coming up to me and say, Vince, uh, when the show ends and we're off the air, we're all going to go out there with a birthday cake and confetti and we're all going to sing happy. I I would look at them like, are you fucking nuts? Like why, why in the world would we do that? And they're doing that to freaking look, bro. All all you got to do in that clip is look at double J in the back. 
I mean, Double J is a is a expert expert of reaching in pockets and taking money. And when you watch this shit, he's the only one that's not in on it, bro. But it's so it, it is like a child because when you're a child. You tell, I mean, I know you'd do it as a gag, you know, send me stuff from my wish list. My birthday's coming up, but you're not like wanting everybody to acknowledge you. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's what he's doing. It's, it's the, again, what Al always says, Hey, look at me. Yeah. Hey, look at me. That's yeah. exactly what it is. All right. This video, I know you've seen, and I know you were very entertained by this because you sent it to me as well, but this was sent in by Scott Smith. Now, this is not on Hollywood's YouTube channel. This is on some other YouTube channel that I guess she works for now, or she did. I'm not sure how old or new this is, but she's interviewing an MMA fighter in this. So, you know, tell us about your preparation, because I know your opponent. I I know he's been regarded as somebody that is very, very. Can we stop there for a second? What the fuck do you think an MMA fighter's preparation is? Like, what 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 kind of a question is that? Like, do we not know what a professional fighter's preparation is, bro? We 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 we're going to ask the question. It's it's like, bro, she just. It's like she's asking the most random questions because she has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, and that's it because you wouldn't really ask what your preparation is, you would ask what's your strategy to counter what this guy has or something like that. Yeah, you, right? you, you, you would make it individualized, personal to, you know, who he's fighting, not what your overall strike, you know, what your overall, uh, h- how you work out before the match, how you diet. I mean, what do you have? Six raw eggs for breakfast. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous question. Now, tell us about your preparation, because I know your opponent. I, I know he's been regarded as somebody that is very, well, very I know bad. your opponent. Who? Who? What, what? What if I don't know his opponent? Who is his opponent? Preparation, because I know your opponent. I, I know he's been regarded as somebody that is very, very, uh, you know, very talented. So for <laughs> you, what are your She has your not mentioned his opponent. How'd a girl get in here? You couldn't be more generic. What's your preparation? Your opponent is talented. I know your opponent. I, I know he's been regarded as somebody that is very, very, uh, you know, very talented. So for you, what are your thoughts on, the, on your opponent? And also, how do you feel heading into this fight? I can't uh, believe she never mentioned the, who he's fighting. That's why this Does is the best she know? part. Does, Does she is, know? Well, listen to him. This is the best part. You, what are your thoughts on, the, on your opponent? And also, how do you feel heading into this fight? Uh, Jean-Paul? Wait, Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul. Bro, I guarantee you she didn't know who his opponent was. I guarantee you. No, she didn't know anything. Who's to blame here? Does she have a producer? I mean, is this a big channel? I don't know. But shouldn't the reporter still come up with the good questions? I mean, you can't just sit there and obviously she doesn't know this element. She's out of her element. I mean, like she doesn't know this sport. She doesn't know anything about it because she asked the most generic thing possible that's like me going to I'll, I'll if i don't know anything about baseball and i and i go to interview Aaron judge this guy that's throwing the ball tonight it's really fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy's gonna be throwing a ball at you tonight man and let me tell you something yeah <laughs> very nice Jeff. very nice yeah 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 all right let's go to more tony khan video shenanigans and this was sent in by matthew ortiz <sighs> Thank you. 
they're all, they're all, bro, here's the thing. They're all ribbing him and kissing his ass at the same time. Like at the same time, which is freaking fascinating to me. Bro, you know what's funny? But, like, I mean, this- isn't that why they, I mean, that's been a game for a long time. That's how they get their money, Right. I mean, didn't they do that to Dixie? Do her face, kiss her ass, and then talk shit about her behind not, her back? Not to the, not to that extent. No, Dixie would have known. Dixie would have known if she was make, making being made fun of. He, he, this guy doesn't have a clue. But bro, here here's the thing: we got to really look at, bro. So this is after the show. What was it? Super Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's when that's from, but I, it, it probably is. it is. Okay. Uh, it is. It is. It's after the show. It's Super Tuesday. Here's the thing, bro. This guy is dancing after the show, after shooting his mouth off, going head to bro. This guy actually believed they were going to beat the WWE. He actually believed that. Now think about that, bro, for a minute. They lost by over 300,000 viewers, but this guy actually believed they were going to win. That that just shows you how clue, like how absolutely clueless he is, Jeff. Absolutely, you're not going to carry it. You're not going to carry on like this, knowing the next day you're going to be freaking eating crow. You're going to be setting yourself up to eat crow. That's what you're going to be doing, bro. Like Disco's doing now with the freaking Braves and thinking about our next show when I told him, bro, the Braves are going to be eliminated. And we went over the Brave lineup a billion times, him and I. Okay. So now Glenn is thinking about, oh, shit. Okay. First, I got to keep my mouth shut. Second of all, how am I going to get out of this? Bro, he's celebrating before the victory. He really believed they were going to win the night. He did. And we're going to see it in this tweet that was sent in by Matthew Ortiz and Evil Jackalopes. So this starts with a House of Wrestling tweet. And he puts Nick Houseman's wrestling site, puts out a tweet with a link to an article. Triple H and Shawn Michaels look to send Tony Khan a message. Now, this wasn't an actual interview with these guys. It was a normal dirt sheet reports, the backstage saying that they're putting these people. So he hams up the headline, sensationalizes it to Triple H and Shawn Michaels are trying to send Tony Khan a message. Right. But it's clearly clickbait. Tony Khan responds to this tweet. I have a message for them. See you tonight at a special Tuesday night dynamite title fight Tuesday. And he puts up this graphic. Bald asshole. You know, bro, see that that that's the thing. That that that's with 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 all these people that work for him. Okay. I I am looking at stuff like this. I am looking at his conduct and I am saying, do I really want to be working for this guy? Jeff, I told you, man, there was a point when I was working with Dixie when I realized. My entire future, my livelihood, my family was in her hands. And and I did not feel comfortable with that, bro. And that's why I, you know, one of the reasons I wound up leaving TNA. I did not have the confidence in her that my livelihood is in her hands. These people that work for him, like when when you see stuff like this, like, you really want to work for this guy? 
I mean, if there's, I'm sure they're all getting paid a lot. If they're saving the money, though, I mean, I would take every dollar I could while it, while it's going on and, and save it all up. But the, I mean, we talk about this guy being a kid. Do you even know? Like he doesn't even know Triple H, and he's calling him a bald asshole because of a dirt sheet article that's sensationalizing gossip. Triple H didn't do an interview saying I got a message for Tony Khan. He never would. It's all hearsay bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. he responds to it like it's real. Like a child. Yeah. There's, there's something seriously wrong with this guy. But I'm glad he's back tweeting because this is great for us. Here's another Tony Khan video sent in by Phil the Promoter. This is from the Scrum. The question's irrelevant, but watch this goof's faces while this girl is asking him the questions. Great question. <laughs> Emily May was sporting into wrestling. Wait, go back already. Tonight. Go back already, please. Thank you. Great question. Emily May was sports to wrestling. We saw tonight. Bro, I swear audience. to God, it's so funny because um <laughs> Bro, you know the uh you know the Giants recently fired Gabe Kapler. Yes, okay. you're very happy about that. Yes. But bro, now the 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 writers who cover the beat, okay? They just called Kapler out for that cuz bro, every time they asked Kapler a question, no matter who it was, no matter what the question was, that's a good question. They <laughs> ripped him an asshole, bro, because he didn't even realize he was doing it to everybody, regardless of the freaking question. So here we go with Tony, because uh, now the mark is going to go back. Oh, Tony said it was a good question, man. Tony said it was a good question. Oh, God. And here he goes with the Urkel faces again. Emily May with Sports Keto Wrestling. We saw tonight in the audience... Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson. The fans were excited. I know everyone online was talking about it. And we've seen this uh, challenge against Kenny Omega, Street Fighter VI. Uh, they've been going back and forth on social media. So what does this mean? Is this perhaps... Why is he raising his eyebrows at her? Why is he laughing at something that wasn't funny? And then and then the wide eyes... I'm trying to explain this for the people in the audio. <laughs> like, why is he? <laughs> why? Why is he doing all this? Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, come on. <laughs> who, who are you asking, man? Who are you asking? Come on. He's, he's just awkward. When you look at this, the birthday celebration, putting over my birthday, the dancing, dancing, the, dancing, in the, the water chugging. He he's either has the mind of a child and he never fully properly matured because we've had that theory, but he wasn't homeschooled. We see that we saw, we saw the high school pictures. Yeah. So he yeah. went to a normal high school with regular kids. So the, he probably was homeschooled and didn't have a lot of interaction is out the window. Yeah. So where does the social awkwardness come from? Because that's what it is. He's very childlike. He almost doesn't know how to act around adults. Yeah. You know you know what I'm saying, bro? I mean, that's almost what it is. He just he should be in the background. We should never see or hear from this guy, but the problem is he he's playing. Yeah. He's playing. And then, and it's like when you go into your basement as a kid and you get out all your GI Joes and you and you yep. and you make a GI Joe show cuz yep. you watch the cartoon. Yep. You, you know, he, he's doing that with real people. Yep. 
All right, let's go to this Melter and Alvarez video sent in by Gabe Tuff. And Dave just has a problem under, understanding sarcasm. Um, it will be an, a very interesting day on Wednesday when the ratings come out. And, I mean... I'll be out of the country that day. Yeah, what? Hopefully. Where, where are you going? Where are you going? What an idiot. Jeff, I also want to point out before... <laughs> I also want to... Before we forget this, please... Uh, because I'm I'm wrong about everything, and I know nothing, right? I know absolutely nothing. Jeff, have you noticed how uh, the walrus, uh, Paul Heyman, has literally gone gray overnight? Have you have you noticed that, Jeff? Yeah, he, he, yeah. it's not jet black anymore. Yeah, no, fully fully gray now, man. In in in, in a day or two, he he was jet black. Something must have happened, and you know, some type of trauma, bro, to make him turn gray like that. Bro. <laughs> oh, God, man, he's freaking people, man. All right, let's watch the rest of that clip because he does go on a little bit. I just thought it was funny to cut it there when the ratings come out. And I mean, I'll be out of the country that day. Yeah, what? Hopefully. Where, where are you going? Where are you going? All right, I went too far. Here we go. It's going to come back on. Where are you going? The moon. I'll <laughs> go anywhere. I do not want to be around Monday or Wednesday for that. Oh, no big God. deal. I mean, I'm probably going to like me? check out. No big deal. Check Get out, out of after here. a while, but you know, I mean, it's um, <laughs> it's just it's. I mean, it's it's it doesn't. It's like it's it's very very overblown over something that isn't really that important except it is he knows ahead of time that nxt is going to win that's why he's yeah saying this. yeah and, and to his credit to his credit bro yeah but that's why he's saying it's overblown yeah 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 he's covering he's covering himself yeah. yeah exceptionally important based on the actions of both companies yeah well good he's smart yeah but still that's the pre that's the pre-excuse yeah all right it's time for the closer and it's a two-part closer Two clips of Tony Khan on the Dan Lebatard show. So this first one was sent in by Gabe Tuff talking about the CM Punk incident. A, a punk move by Tony. He <laughs> asked you a question, and you've been at the fight game a long time. A total non-answer at the beginning, and then just unrelenting promotion because you're a dirty fight game promoter, and you didn't come You know, close. there's a lot. There's people doing a lot worse stuff in the fight game. Than you're right, Tony. You, no, I got to say, like that's a book. It's oh, a buck. Look, no, that was. Bu- it's bull. It, there, something happened. I want to know what happened back then. What happened? So they're busting his balls because it must have been before this clip started. But they asked him about Punk. He blew yeah. it off and started promoting the show coming up again, like he always does. And they're not having it. Yeah. Meanwhile, bro, I just got to tell you because I saw some of this interview from a different angle. Bro, there were like six guys on this show. Yeah, you'll see it. that shot in one of the okay, big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people there. It's bull. It, that something happened. I want to know what happened back there. What happened back what there? What happened? Don't don't, don't give Did us. Bill I, Brooks attack I, you. I can't talk about it. What is that? You're. I came on. You came on, and I'm like, this guy always answers the questions. You honestly. said you feared for your yeah, life. Yeah. You what, 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 when, couple- when's that, bro? Where, yeah. Where's that? We haven't seen that. He's been dodging this thing from day one, bro. This guy always answers the questions. You honestly. said you feared for your life. You promoted How? this thing a couple of different times. All right, you got your promotion on. It's tonight. You got. He's right blue. though. That that's the payoff, Jeff. That is the payoff. We're gonna bring you on our show. We're gonna let you promote, but we we need the dirt. That's the payoff. 
I like how this guy laughs after he says you feared for your life. Like, he, yeah. he, he moaned this thing a couple of different times. All right, you got your promotion on. It's tonight. You got a rating. I'm glued score. to Title Tuesday. Give me some of the good shit. Did he throw a punch? Title Tuesday. That, 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 that was sarcastic for 1,000%. What happened back there? I have not really gone out and discussed that publicly beyond what I said. This, this is now, now, bro, this is everything. We're being we, we're talking about. He's on a show. These are a bunch of men, and they're putting his feet to the fire. He is one thousand percent in wide-eyed child mode. Look at him, bro, and doesn't have a clue with how to deal with this. Well, Vince, you remember that clip where he said all these guys were his friends the last time he was on the show? So he he's probably yeah. thinks that they're really friends and they're not going to do bro, this now, now, now the question is, is he ever going to do, do the show again? Yeah, because this could be an Ariel Hawani situation. Yeah. I have not really gone out and discussed that publicly beyond what I said in Chicago. I had to make a really hard decision after what happened. And I really appreciate all the fans standing by us and supporting AEW through this. And we're Jesus, having uh, a huge show tonight. And like I said, I am promoting tonight's show. <laughs> they start laughing because he goes right back to the show tonight and they just laugh. Bro, I got I to gotta tell you guys something seriously. And this isn't a cheap plug. Okay. Jeff, compare this to me grilling Al and everybody freaking last night in front of each other. Okay, yeah. compare this to that, bro. Bias and supporting AEW through this. And we're having uh, a huge show tonight. And like I said, I am promoting tonight's show. But I also am not saying anything that I haven't said before. Well, that's, Why not? I, that's you, know, bro, you, know, you, know what, you know what's going to happen, Jeff? Seriously, here's what's going to happen. They're going to get to the point of not bringing him on again. It's not good content for their show. It's not, bro. All he we and bro, how we've been talking about this for months. We've had a million clips with like this, where all he's been doing is promoting over and over and over again. They're not going to bring him back on, bro. They don't need Tony Khan on this show. <laughs> that I haven't said before. Well, that's, Why not? That's useless. But we're say special. It. We say it to us. Whisper it to us. Tony, stay strong. Did he punch you with the left or right hand? Did he make contact? You haven't said before. Did you need an ice pack? Do you not understand how promotion? <laughs> that guy's having. A, he's he's having his way <laughs> with God. You need an ice pack. <laughs> <laughs> you need an ice pack. Do you not understand how promotion works? Something we don't want the same things you've said before. We that's what exactly. Do you not understand how this works? Yes, you come on here and promote, but in turn, you answer our questions. And that shows how out of his league the Tony yes. Khan is, because here is a radio show talking to a CEO of a company. Do you not understand how this works? That's embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You you think Vince McMahon is going to sit down with Bob Costas, not knowing what Bob Costas is going to ask him that he's going to have to answer? And then let Casas run all over him. <laughs> like th these guys are running all over Tony Khan. You need an ice pack. Do you not understand how promotion works? Something we don't want the same things you've said before. They're, bro, they're literally laughing at him. <laughs> yes. They're laughing at him. Yeah, little bit extra. Just give us a little okay. something. Who wins okay. tonight? 
Well, that's a good question about David Ray Billy. Question. He was getting there. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't getting there. Yeah, but they're well, mad at the guy for asking yeah. that question. He wasn't. He wasn't getting that. there. But go ahead. Cut out, uh, David uh, Billy. He was getting. Show. He said, "Okay, come on, left or right hand." What did he punch you with? <laughs> Guys, what happened back there was a really hard day for a lot of people, and. I don't want to make light of it because it was a really challenging. Who's making light of it? They're asking them what the frig happened. Who? They're making light of it because they're making fun of him because he's dancing around it like an idiot. Just answer the question, bro. Yep. Circumstance. It was one of the most re- incredible things I've been Look at through, them, bro. They're, they're talking within each other. Like, the one guy turned around like I can't. I can't freaking believe this guy. Yep. It's yeah, they are totally goofing on him while he's talking. Incredible things I've been through in wrestling. It was a really hard day at the office uh, for a lot of people. And the amazing thing is that we still came through and put a great show out. Oh my under God. Really challenging bro, circumstances. Are you and the- they, uh, bro, I guarantee you they're not going to have him on the show again. I guarantee you, bro. <laughs> I Man, guarantee they're, you. They're including you, Mike, because there's people that traveled from all over the world to come see this show. It was really important to every single person, everybody back there. Do you see him throw out the ass kissing to one of the guys for going to the show? Yeah, yeah. Traveled from all over the world to come see this show. It was really important to every single person, everybody back there, to get it together and have our best show, and we did it. It's going to be, I, I swear to God, Jeff, here's what we got. We have to look at. How long is it going to take him now to jump on another interview? Bro, you the aerial you one, just, he was know, out for a while. You know, bald asshole and all burying Vince McMahon and all this stuff, bro. I don't know why you would set yourself up for failure like that, Jeff. I just I you gotta be an absolute idiot. So now it's gonna be very, very interesting. How long does he lay low now, bro, before he says anything again? So here's the second part. This was sent in by Yowie Wowie, J12, Phil the Promoter, and Gabe Tuff. So this is right before Khan's segment was ending. Tonight on TBS. Wrestling promoters, they're not uh, talking about these kinds of backstage incidents. Believe me, uh, not talking about this thing would be the least of a wrestling promoter's misdeed. Tonight on TBS, it is titled Tuesday. That was a shot of Vince McMahon. I get it. Mm. It is the is it indeed the most dangerous situation you've ever found yourself in backstage? Yes or no? <laughs> so I love that he goes right for the promotion and asks him again. Bro, they they're just like they have zero respect for this guy. <laughs> zero respect for this guy right now. Indeed, the most dangerous situation you've ever found yourself in backstage. Yes or no? Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt, one hundred percent, yes. Did you indeed fear for your life, or was that performative? Yeah, I was scared as hell for a moment there. Is this guy saying he actually believes CM Punk was going to take his life? Like, is that what he's saying on on, on a popular radio show? Yeah, I, I would like to hear what they said after he left, if they oh, ripped him or not. Because if he oh. did, I didn't get any clips or anything. But, yeah, I mean, this is not good for their normal audience. If he comes on there every week, just we got a great show tonight at oh, 8 p.m. on TBS. And those guys weren't having it. And that's what the people at the Scrum should be doing. Yep. yep. But they don't. 
Yeah. Because they won't be invited back. Bro, that's why it was like seriously like when when he basically made the decision, oh, I'm not, I'm not going on busted open anymore if if uh if Bully Ray is on there, Bully Ray must have took such a sigh of relief because Billy Bully Ray's one of those guys. He's not going to sit there while this guy's promoting the show for 15 minutes. Like Bully's, you know, Bubba's not freaking going to do that, bro. And like these guys were like, Jeff, that's the payoff. You you come on here. We're going to give you the airtime. We're going to give you our audience. You're going to get to plug our show. However, you are going to answer our questions. That's the payoff, bro. Those, those guys had him for lunch. I mean, that's what happens when you deal with marks that are fans that want to kiss your ass, and then you get in front of real radio people yeah. that are going to ask you real questions, and they're not going to put up with that shit. What was that one comment the guy had that popped me? What that one guy say? Did he hit you with the ice right? Pack. Ice pack. Ice yeah. <laughs> pack. Yeah. yeah. Did you hit you with the left or the right? And did you need did, an ice did pack? Did you need a freaking ice pack? <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. I just it's it's gonna be uh yeah like 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 a freaking uh what's his face Alvarez. Oh, I'm I'm leaving town Wednesday. Like 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 it really mattered that much. Like who I said that last night. Okay, bro. So we, we, it's Tuesday night war. And then what happens tomorrow, bro? Like nothing. Like that, that's exactly what I said. But to me, the only one thing that interests me is how long does he keep his mouth shut now? And what could he possibly say? Yeah, what could after he the, possibly say? After the Ariel Hawani debacle, he went away. Yeah. Which sucked for saying. us, remember? So yeah. now he's back in full force. He's got these stupid tweets and he's dancing and doing all this shit. And he's back on the radio show and he got made to look like a fool again. Jeff, that's why never one time when I was with WWE, WCW, TNA, and we would have a great number. Jeff, never one time, never once did I put over a number. And the reason why, Jeff, is because I'm like, okay. What if I put over the number of this week's show and next week's number sucks? That's why I never did it. That's why I never did it, bro. But this guy, bald asshole, you know, the taking shots at Vince McMahon, like, because he actually believed, Jeff, that that's the amazing thing to me. Now, now bro, if you came up 20,000 people short, 30,000 people short, Bro, you came up short 300,000 people and you were convinced you were going to have a bigger audience than them. Yeah, he looks like a fool. And I'm telling you, if Shawn Michaels wins that stupid Meltzer award, he he's he's not going to hear the end of it. And I'm hoping he does just for the content. Yeah. Because how many people probably bookmarked that tweet and they're waiting for those stupid Meltzer awards to come out? And he took a shot at Shawn Michaels saying because of how the show was booked last night, the show that beat you, Tony Khan, that he has no chance at winning the stupid award. Yeah. I don't know why you would say that. I don't either, bro. I, I don't either. He, he, we even saw like, on this show melt. He makes, it look, makes himself look like a bad. Is he thinking, yeah, I'm a badass because I oh, call him a bald asshole. Absolutely, you know? bro. I've got a billion dollars. I'm a badass. Absolutely. Oh, God. Well. <laughs> They had they had their day, bro, and it was a big where you know what it was, Jeff? It was a big this. That's what it was. All right, Jeff. What is going on in your life, my friend? 
Well, if you guys would like to send in submissions for the show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions is to Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. You can send in tweets. Please include both a link and a screenshot. You can send in video and audio clips. Please make them MP4, MP3s. Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. And guys, remember to check out the new Hey Ma, look, I'm doing a show in my basement. We got Sap and Hollywood, man. Uh, when's that coming out, Jeff? It will be out by the time this airs, so they can go we check it out. We got Sap and Hollywood, and talk about making a total jackass out of yourself, Jeff. The Ring of Honor, Jeff. The Ring, ring of Honor title. Honor, Jeff. Oh, God. You guys don't want to miss it. That is it, everybody. For me and Jeff, we'll see you next week.